hey you guys and welcome to the root of spirituality now i am your host queen mother and i'm so glad you guys get to join me today now, i am a spiritual fixer who focuses on helping people understand their spiritual journeys improving their connections with their ancestors and healing them allowing them to help heal them from challenges life has allowed us to grow within. Now, you've probably seen my YouTube channel where I talk about spirituality and magic, but here on this channel, on this podcast, I want to get a little more personal and dive into the nitty-gritty of being spiritual. Now, as a spiritual fixer, I've worked with clients from all over, from giving them readings, helping them identify their problem areas, and improve those areas spiritually with a hint of magic at times. Um, But it is something that I enjoy being able to work with my community. So if you're ever interested in working with me, head on over to queensroot.com, and you guys get to schedule a free consultation with me. And then we'll be able to see how I can better assist you in reaching your spiritual goals. So spirituality, sex, and magic. How does all of that work together? So this is going to be a hot topic in a sense. I'm going to try to still keep it PG for a little bit. But um, I just want to make sure, you know, if you're in the car with your kids and you don't want them to know about some of this stuff, you might want to kind of turn it off a little bit. But spirituality, sex, and magic. Now, in most religions, sex, sexuality, and magic are the most fearful topics, and they typically are punishable, right? Um, Many people are made to feel negative about their choices. You're made to feel um, as if like what you're doing is just so freaking wrong. I love when people like to point out the, the Bible's correlating four scriptures to validate their reasoning for hating others or for being against someone else's practice. I think that's just really, really bold when people do stuff like that. I just recently had someone on my YouTube channel write me, um, and I get this quite a lot, and typically I remove them from my comment section, but this one in particular, I was like, you know what? Uh, If they have the energy to watch the entirety of my video, leave a comment with full of scriptures and telling me how evil I am and I'm going to hell and... All of these comments, like negative things, then I want to leave it up there because, you know, they're kind of feeding YouTube's algorithm and baby, your girl can use all the views and the comments she can use. I'm going to let it work for me, right? (laughs) We're going to make that, we're going to make it work. So, um, but I I had that. I'm like, this is really bold for someone to really watch this and condemn me in the process. Like you went out of your way to, you know, watch this video. Like, you clicked on it, you watched it, you commented. This is a lot, right? But a lot of people get this a lot in their day-to-day lives. So in each of these fields, and that's why it's such a beautiful topic to me because I wanted to cover how to manage within sex, spirituality, and magic. 
So the truth is, with spirituality, your intentions are to love and accept yourself. You are reconnecting with who you really are. So in learning to love yourself, you understand that you are an extension of your neighbors, your friends, um, the gods, the energy, we, the universe. We are all life forms of energy, and we are all connected to each other. So with this connection, how can you judge other people? How can you look at your neighbor and hate them for their choices that is completely not affecting you, but you can look at them and hate them for it? You don't have to always agree with everything your peers or neighbors or co-workers or people in the world are doing, but you don't have to hate them for their choices because that is a part of their journey, their lifestyle, their path. And I find that quite interesting that in each of these sections, we have to deal with people who actively look at you and hold themselves to such a higher esteem and place judgment, and it's hateful judgment at that. So with spirituality, I'm not going to dive too deep into it because we cover spirituality. Of course, it's called the root of spirituality. So we cover spirituality a lot. And if you haven't had an opportunity to catch up on some of the things that I've talked about so far in spirituality, then be sure to, you know, binge some of the episodes. They're here. They're free for you whenever you want to listen to them. And that way, get caught up on some of the topics that we've already talked about when it comes to spirituality. But spirituality is one of the, I hate to say newest forms, but but it's not a religion, Um, but it's the oldest, I believe, out of every one of them. Um, It's the oldest concept of self-love and connecting with yourself. And through spirituality, you are, it's one of the most condemned And I believe because a lot of spirituality leads to um, our next part, which is going to be magic. A lot of people are so quick to judge it. And people use spirituality as a form of escaping their religious reality. They don't know necessarily what to do religiously. They may not agree with it or they feel so judged and condemned in their religious community that they leave for a spiritual background unknowingly knowing what to do in a spiritual background. So let's start with magic, all right? So a lot of people starting their spiritual journey tend to float towards the magical part of their journey because it ties so much into it. I do want to say this. Um, This is my disclaimer for this section. And I probably said this before and I probably will keep saying it just because you are a spiritual being or you choose to practice spirituality or be on your spiritual journey does not mean you have to be magical. It does not mean you have to start reading tarot cards. It does not mean you have to start reading bones and talking to spirits and doing spells. It does not mean that you need to start giving readings to other people or feeling like you need to be psychic. If you have the, if you have tapped into that 
energy and that of yourself, it doesn't mean that you have to go around predicting everyone's life. And I really want to make sure that I am saying this as clear as possible because a lot of people start their spiritual journey. And oh my God, you guys, if you go into some of these Facebook groups, I have never seen so many tarot readers in my life. I have never seen something that was so taboo um, and that you typically have to pay for. There are like so many readers everywhere, which is why, you know, even myself, like I have the ability and I've always had the ability to read and divine, but I have chosen to just use that as a selective service to aid a selective service that I offer my clients. But never have I ever seen so many tarot readers. I'm not tearing you down. But you don't have to read for everybody. Spirituality isn't about getting crystals. And it isn't about um, reading tarot cards and speaking to spirits. That is not part of your journey. Now, if you choose to practice and have a magical lifestyle that is a part of that, then that's where the reading tarot cards come into place or in the form of divination. That's where using the earth resources like crystals and, and herbs and things like that, you're working with plant spirits, you're learning how to, you know, incorporate those things. That's where those things come into place. But so you don't necessarily have to do it while you're spiritual, okay? Um, so what happens is when you are on your spiritual journey, you understand energy. Because that's who you are. And you're reconnecting with your energy. You're blocking, you're unblocking your energy and you're reconnecting with your energy. So you understand energy and you understand how it flows. So with understanding how it flows, you begin to understand how to manipulate that energy and how you can apply it towards the outcomes that you want. So learning how to connect with nature, plant spirits, spirits of the deceased, working with divine um spirits and like deities, you began to transform your life. Now, our religious friends and family members have been taught to separate themselves from this part of their identity. They've been taught to use, you know, methods of fearful methods, like, you know, like I said, telling everybody they're going to go to hell, um, telling everyone that they're wrong for doing it, um, sectioning off to say that only divine people or only select people are able to have access to this type of energy. And so they've been taught that it's been bad. So when their religious manuals, i.e. the Bible, have examples of conjuring spirits, working with plant spirits, utilizing their energy in a powerful way on earth, I find it really funny when I'm attacked with scriptures and I'm attacked for with threats for embracing myself fully. <laughs> um, so being spiritual, you may want to embrace more of your power versus living in the fear of the unknown. There's no separation, um, truly any separation with magic between religions and spirituality. I think men have, mankind have worked really hard for those who weren't able to understand it or access it have worked really hard to punish those who were still able to understand it and access that part of them their their identity so 
you know, like once again, if you choose to embark on your spiritual journey, you don't have to be magical. You can be magical and not be spiritual. You can still be magical and be religious. You can still be spiritual and be religious. But I just want to make sure that they do go hand, they can go hand in hand at times, but it's going to be up to the individual. Now, if you're starting a magical journey and you want more in-depth information on how to get started, how to use the different tools and resources that are out there, head on over to my YouTube channel, uh, Queen's Roots, with an S at the end, and then that way you can learn more on how to get started with different practices, learn the differences between different spells, and things like that, and I can, you know, direct you as far as from that part on here, okay? Now, y'all... The last part, say the best for last, the juicy, juicy, right? Sex and spirituality. No, yeah, sex, sex and sexuality with spirituality. Y'all typically know sex and spirituality is not off limits. And I say that to mean in religion, you're taught that you're not supposed to have sex while you're unmarried, which is why a lot of people get upset with the religious part of this. Um, They're taught they're not supposed to have sex unmarried. You're taught you're not supposed to have sex um, with the same sex. You're taught not to have sex different different things. Like you're not supposed to, there's different things the Bible tells you to do. Um, you guys, which I think is crazy, but none of that applies in spirituality. And I feel like a lot of people who start their spiritual journey, they start it because of the fear of something so natural. Like we don't see animals out here being made to feel in like horrible for doing something that is a natural urge in their body. Like there's something they have no control over. Although I don't know if animals want to have control over that, but um, we as human beings, we do get to make a choice. And so I don't think it's fair to judge anyone for their choices, okay? If you can choose to have sex in spirit, when you're spiritual, you're on your spiritual journey, you can choose to have sex with whomever you desire to have sex with, however, whenever, wherever. Now, be careful about public sex because, you know, you don't want to go to jail, right? <laughs> Um, but that doesn't determine because that sex doesn't determine your success as a spiritualist. It doesn't matter. Um, you're expressing that sexual energy. And I just did a, a video on this. Um, so be sure to check that out on my YouTube channel. Um, what happens when you start your spiritual journey is you begin to learn to you begin to learn yourself. You begin to love yourself. And you're going to you're gonna find that you're not going to want to spread your energy with others recklessly. So I feel like starting your spiritual journey pretty much fixes casual sex, in a sense. Um, because when you're on this journey of self-love and self-realization and self-growth and reconnecting with who you are, you start to see things completely different. 
you begin to release the ego and you understand that your energy can be utilized for a higher purpose. Like you're no longer wasting your energy on just a basic sexual act. You know, you'll start to find that sex was is no longer satisfying or as fulfilling as it was when you were coming from an egotistical place versus a whole loving spiritual place. Now, I compare this process to like going on a weight loss journey. You know, when you're on a weight loss journey, you're like working really hard, you're working out, you're consistent with cleaning up your diet, you feel better. And then all of a sudden, you may have a moment where you might pile in a bunch of junk food or you may go out and have like a snack or something. And you put that junk into your system and you immediately feel like shit. As if, as if you can even get it down. You feel like shit. Okay, so imagine that as your spiritual journey, you're on a spiritual journey, you are going out, you're doing the work emotionally, you're doing the work physically, you're doing the work mentally, you're healing yourself, you're reconnecting with yourself, you're grounding and meditating, you are praying, you are working with yourself. And if you go out here and have sex with a casual person and then afterwards you just feel like shit. Now, if regular people can go out, and I say regular people, like people who have not embraced a spiritual journey can go out and have sex with someone casually and still feel like crap afterwards, how do you think that's going to play out for you on a spiritual level of the person who has worked so hard to improve their vibrational frequency. You're going to feel it the most. And so I feel like this was the purpose in why our religious counterparts wanted us to protect our sexual engagements. They wanted us to stay married. They wanted us to not to have sex, you know, outside of well uh, outside of a marriage and with random people and and doing just kind of random stuff because essentially you can, you're learning how to protect your sexual energy. You're protecting your energy. You're learning that you can do better with harnessing that energy and loving yourself and controlling yourself more so than if you had to carry on the spiritual energy of other people. Now, like I said, I recently just did a video of sexual energy transference. Um, If you get a chance, check that out on my YouTube channel, Queen's Roots. In that video, um, I explain how you can easily take on and be, you can easily take on and be drained of some of your ashe and someone else's ashe. So, for those who, don't, who are not familiar with the term ashe, uh, take about it as like your energy force, your life force, your chi. Um, so your life force carries your birthrights, your wealth, your blessings, your destiny. And if someone is coming in and you're casually having sex with them and you're taking on their negative energy baggage and the baggages of everyone else that they've been sexually involved with, and they're taking from you your blessings, your wealth, your health, you're transferring energy. So what you're giving out is way better than what they're giving you. And it could be vice versa. You could be taking on extra birthright, extra responsibility, extra blessings that you weren't supposed to be having. And the karma has to balance itself out. So it does come back full force. I'm not going to get too deep into that. But it comes back full force. And you're going to find yourself like, dang, why am I going through all this stuff at this time? So if you haven't 
had a chance, check out that video. It should be up. Um, at the time of filming, it's not. I think it comes out this week of um, time of recording. This it comes out this week coming. Um, but it will be up by the time you guys hear this is audio. All right. So, so I don't even worry about sex when it comes to those who are truly on their spiritual journey. Because I understand when the work is being done, they're going to be more mindful of who they allow to have access to them. Like I'm like it's not even going to work anymore. Um, that sexual gratification that they will get instantly, it, it's just not going to hit right because you're going to look for someone who is on the same level with you, someone who has a better connection with you. Um, so let's hit to sexuality, and I'm not going to stay long on this topic. Um, I personally don't agree with everyone's sexual preference um, or the people they choose to have sex with. And that's not my business. And truthfully speaking, I don't make it my business. It's not my business. It doesn't affect me what you do with your body, who you do it with your body. It does not affect me. I am not, and I don't really care, you know. I am mindful that everyone has the right to love and to be loved in the ways that are best capable of them receiving it. And I am, I stick by that. You know, like if you feel you need to be loved in any particular way by any particular person, then, you know, that's, that's your preference. And, you know, that's your business. That's not my business. (laughs) Like you should, you deserve to have that, you know? Um, So what does that mean when it comes to spirituality. So spirituality doesn't have a manual, which is why, or preference, which is why I'm here talking to you guys, because so many people are being misjudged and guided the wrong way. So spirituality does not have a manual. Um, And so there's no real... agenda to make others feel invaluable because of their sexual preference so you can be gay you can be trans I'm I'm sorry y'all I can't break down the entire alphabet because I don't know that's what I call it Um, but I can't break down the entire alphabet but whatever you choose to identify as as your sexual preference you know that is up to you there's no judgment here in on your spiritual jo- your spiritual journey. Because truthfully speaking, there is a place for everyone. So you don't need to fear that being spiritual means you can't find love and you can't be loved the way that suits you to be loved. So there's no judgment. All races and lives and souls, 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 souls need to fall back in love with themselves. And if I think if you take away gender and you take away sexuality and you take away race and any other preferential uh, discretionary blockages and look at it as a soul, um, your soul is what needs the work. Your soul is what needs the connection. Your soul is what needs the love. And so we're trying to get back to where we are 100% engaged and activated and loving with our souls, our true self. Okay. So spirituality isn't a free for all escape route. I think spirituality allows you to incorporate all the aspects of yourself as an individual. Why? 
Um, because reconnecting with yourself will come back full circle in depth and you'll understand your power. You'll understand that at the end of the day, it didn't matter who you loved while you were here. It didn't matter who you chose to be while you were here. It's, it mattered about your ability to learn while you were here. It mattered your ability to connect with others and how you made others feel and the lessons that you learned while you were here. And if you made a difference in the lessons that you learned, you know, the lessons that you went through. Um, and if you need help navigating your spiritual journey or understanding where you fit on your journey, you know, if you're interested in working with me, head on over to queensroots.com. Um, because I, I, I really want to make sure that I am offering the best of myself to everyone who wants the guidance on their journey because it's really important. I see so much garbage out here and, you know, I don't want anyone to fall in the place where they feel like, okay, I can't be accepted here. So let me go here. And then other people are telling you that in order to do certain things or be a certain way that you have to act, be or say things in a particular way. So if you are struggling with that, you know, feel free to, you know, contact me on queensroot.com and sign up for a free complimentary phone call. It's a 15 minute phone call where I get to talk with you to see, you know, how I can help you figure, you know, the best route to figure out the plan that we can get started on to help you accept yourself on your journey, you know. Um, if you want to get a more behind scene, behind the scenes look of my life, I do have a reality YouTube ch um, channel that's going to be Queen's House of Roots, and it's H A U S. It's not quite up. We're still in the process of filming. You guys, I haven't even started editing videos yet, <laughs> but I'm still filming, um, and that will be up soon. Um, if you want to get more of an instructional advice on everything that is spiritual and magical, check out my YouTube channel, Queen's Roots. And on there, I teach people like who are interested in the magic aspect of this all, how to get started, what part they need to get started, getting better a better understanding of the difference between, you know, witchcraft and hoodoo and voodoo and how to get started and where to get the information from and how to do basic spells for themselves so that is available to each and every one of you um and don't forget you guys i have an apothecary shop called spiritsandsouls.com and if you can head on over there to purchase a candle for your home we have a new candle for aromatherapy candles we have three flavors right now fragrance right now um, lavender, roses, and oranges, and roses and cedarwood. So if you're looking for something that's like a clean, it's like coconut wax, it's clean, you know, um, wood, soy-based, um, it's not soy-based, well, I just said that, coconut wax. Um, it's healthy, it burns very clean and easy, and gives you something to kind of really lighten the mood in your home you I think you'll love it so head on over to spirits and souls and of course you guys if you forget all of this um I'm gonna leave the link to my websites and my Instagram so you can check me out um on any of those channels so 
it's always a pleasure to hang out with you guys here on my podcast. Um, I love to be able to get to talk with you. So don't forget that we do have a Patreon that's currently on hold at the moment. But we um, do have a Patreon where you'll get to talk to me about the specific topics that I do talk about. So if you want to go ahead and head over to Patreon and just sign up for it, that is perfectly fine. Um, Patreon is on hold until I can, um, I'm going through a training course right now. And so I need to focus on that. So I can't come to Patreon and do everything else. So gotta be a little sacrifice right now. All right. I hope each and every one of you have a beautiful and prosperous week this week. Um, have fun. You know, it's my advice for you this week. Just open up and have fun and, you know, do some grounding and focus on where you want to go next and, you know, just be yourself. All right. I am out for today.